Live from the Thomas and Mac, it's Cofield and Company. Leonidas starting the game. She's been active for. What a shot from Booker. That was NBA range on the tray. Here comes a fast break the other way. Etheridge with the ball. Over the defender. No need for the pass. And the Rebels running here on a Thursday night. Webster's going to drive. Webster underneath. Puts it off the glass. And in. And a foul. Left side, Hamilton. Hamilton steps back, shoots a three, makes the three, and a chance for a four-point play. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. Got some UNLV basketball on the mind. You hear Lady Rebels highlights uh, tonight at Boise, Saturday home, Cox Pavilion against San Diego State. And you hear the highlights from John Sandler of uh, Justin Webster and... The great Bryce Hamilton, I'll say that. He's having a hell of a season, averaging over uh, 23 points a game in conference to lead the Mountain West Conference. Now it's time to get back to winning ways, stack up some wins here, get some momentum, and it starts tonight. Air Force is here. It's Military Appreciation Night, active duty military, $2 tickets. Check that. It's not $2 tickets. Two tickets for free. They wouldn't be free if they were $2. The $2 special is on beer. It's $2 beer night at the Thomas & Mac. All right, big five time. Battleborn Injury Lawyers presents the Big Five at Five, number five. Tugging on heartstrings. Tugging, Willie. Tugging. All right, what do we got here? We got an NFL player stepping in in a situation involving a tragedy. While we have continually battered while defending Las Vegas while we have continued to batter the character right of the NFL and said that hey it's not Las Vegas there are some good guys out there Philadelphia Eagles safety Anthony Harris received a message via social media 11 year old Audrey Soap she lost her father and grandfather last year and so when it came time for the school's daddy-daughter dance. Audrey's mom, Holly, reached out to Harris on social media, told him about the situation, and he was more than willing to step in, and he paid for Audrey's dress, paid for her shoes, hair, makeup, the big event, stepped right in, and broke the ice by just, you know, talking to her. They, they She didn't know what to expect. Here's this NFL player, and he just sort of broke the ice, started talking about football, asking how she was doing, got her into conversation. And uh, according to mom, I was so anxious and excited for her because she had just had the most terrible year for someone to show up and teach her that people do show show up for you. It's just beyond a blessing. Just the power of God and how he makes these situations happen has been unbelievable and remarkable. Number four. All right, now around Vegas, we get a chance to do some good because, yep. uh, well, this sucks, man. Fire for a local Little League, Bolden Little League, which is actually a free Little League. And baseball has become really expensive yes. for a lot of kids and families to play, which I, I can't even imagine that is the case. But that's where we are now, right? And I, when I say I can't imagine it's the case because it was never expensive to play as a kid. Well, the Bolden Little League – is trying to raise more than $20,000 because a uh, fire destroyed all of the team's equipment. This is a league, again, that 
does not have any registration fee. They already had 100 kids sign up for this season. Well, now their equipment has been destroyed. You're talking about new uniforms, bats, gloves, helmets, a brand-new $300 set of bases. This is from the league president, Mario Berlanga. He said we have to uh, start from scratch. So you, we'll get you more information on this because I think there's going to be some other ways to donate money. But right now you can get information with an email address. So we'll tweet that out. But there's a good chance to, you know, as a community come together and back the Bolden Little League and try to raise $20,000 for all of this equipment so that kids can play Little League baseball without any cost. Yeah, and this was a league that was started with former Bolden Area Command Captain Robert Plummer, 2016. Sort of bridge the gap between community and the police department. Um, Berlanga grew up in historic West, uh, the West Side, owns Mario's West Side Market. And this one kind of hits home, Steve, because you know we've discussed this on the late stuff. Um, I spent the first eight years learning the media industry while I was running around the streets, but in the state's only black newspaper, the Las Vegas Sentinel Voice back then. Um, and so one of my duties at, at a certain point was distributing the paper and driving throughout the West Side, and Mario's was one of my stops. And um, it's just horrible to hear something like this where a, 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 a Little League is formed to help kids out. It doesn't cost them anything, and now everything's been destroyed. And shout-out to Turf Sporting Goods. I mean, it sounds like they're going to try to do the best as possible, but Turf has been around too. Jerry, a lot of people don't, you know, know a lot of old schoolers know Jerry from Turf Sporting Goods. I know that when I was in junior high, it was called junior high back then, and high school, that's where everybody went to get their equipment and jerseys and uniforms and, you know, in the high school uniforms. You'd go to turf over there off Spring Mountain. So, yeah, we will get the information, Steve, get, it, uh, get the uh, ESPN, Twitter, whatever. We'll get the email address out there, and let's get, the, uh, let's get these kids uh, back on the road to uh, Little League. Number three. It's a, couple of, uh, a couple of Jim Harbaugh-related stories. Uh, one saying, and again, be careful on stories because – you know, I like the blog world, but it's not always sourced. People saying that Jim Harbaugh wanted $9 million a year from the Raiders. I don't know that I believe that. I will tell you this, that he still hasn't signed his contract in Michigan. He lost his D.C. before he got snubbed by the Vikings and I think the Raiders. Now his O.C. went bye-bye. What do you think is going to happen with Jim Harbaugh? I think he's still unhappy that he got publicly shamed before last year for results that weren't so great and had his salary slash big time COVID and combination with underachieving, underperforming. Now he's dragging out this contract. I think he might actually just walk. Because the more you read about it, it's not about the actual dollar amount. It's about his pride and it's about trying to make a statement. I think he may just walk. He could if he wanted to. I just find it all odd that the talk of money around this guy when didn't he specifically turn down him and his wife and they were donating money? What was the story behind that? I don't remember now. It's, it escapes me. But he he was donating half of it or he took less. I mean, he was, he was making four. He was scheduled to make $4.426 million, so roughly four point five. It was going to increase in 2025. I, it's kind of ironic that that number that's being thrown out there is double 
nine million is double than what he was expected. So, are people just saying that? Like, yeah, he wants twice as much as he was going to make at Michigan. Um, I, I don't think that anybody really knows. I mean, sources say. Again, we're back to sources. I don't know. I mean, it's hard hard to say. And 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 if he's whether he's holding out or not, I. It's just it's 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 a storyline that's just going to continue to play for clicks, in my opinion. It's not a story. It's you know, I I don't uh, I don't know what to make of it, and I don't think that I don't think that he put a demand of nine million. I really don't. Why? Because Gruden was making ten per year. Why? Because it was double what he's what Harbaugh's going to make in twenty twenty five. I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know if I buy into it. Number two. USA Today, one writer, decided to rank the head coach hires from nine up to one. Yep. Josh McDaniels only comes in at number five. That's, I don't like that. It's a slam. Right? He's slamming it. Do you think? I Well, it's below the halfway point, right? The top four. I mean, four and a half would be, so it's a, he's in the bottom half. Of the the hires, it's he's behind uh, the Vikings, reportedly taking Kevin O'Connell. He's behind the Dolphins taking Mike McDaniel. He's behind the Giants hiring Brian Dable. And, he's and, and Doug Peterson from the Jaguars is the number one number one hire. You agree with that? <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't I don't the worst team in football arguably getting the number one hire I, I don't I don't know I mean I, I'm, I'm a little shocked at I'm shocked that they put the tech I want to know the reasoning why aside from this I that the, they put Lovey Smith ninth they put him dead last all right I thought about this okay. since it's in the rundown um Worst hire is Nate Hackett. You made your list. I, I don't – he's the worst hire. He's number nine. Broncos head coach. I don't like nepotism hires in general. Um, I think they did this for, in large part, to try to get Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to. Um, I, don't, I don't buy that this was the best candidate available. Dennis Allen, he had his chance. Was not good with the Raiders. Yeah, he's older. He's also being put into a, a difficult position. I also I'm – not, I'm not pro-defensive guy as a head coach in the National Football League. Matt Eberflus with the Bears. They have Justin Fields. They need a quarterback whisperer. They need an offensive head coach. So I have Eberflus seven. I have Doug Peterson six. I don't think he lasts three years with the Jaguars. Dable five. Kevin O'Connell. I like the Vikings mix, the young mix of head coach and GM. He's four. Josh McDaniels I have as the number three hire in the list of nine hires. Lovey Smith I actually think is a good hire because they need an adult in the room. These clowns around him. He'll be able to insulate himself enough from Casario talking down the freaking headsets as he wants to do and keeping Jack Easterby out of the room. I think Levy will do a pretty good job. And I actually think Mike McDaniel, the Dolphins' choice, is the best hire. And they're on the cusp. I still believe that Tua can be an above-average quarterback. Yep. And I think he's now going to get the care of a guy who is an offensive-minded dude. I think that's the best hire of all. But, yeah, I think McDaniel's – he could be number one eventually. I think right now he's three, but yeah, at the bottom of the list, I'm not. I'm not down with the Hackett hire, and I don't get what the Bears did with Justin Fields by bringing in Eberflus. 
I like your. I like this list of yours better than uh, the uh, CFP, the the Cofield football playoff list. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Are you saying this is more believable? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe it. You think I just make up lists? Cincinnati. I had Cincinnati my. won for like seven weeks. They played a bad game. It's a small sample. Number one. Your guy, Paul Gutierrez, ESPN.com, was throwing out a suggestion. Stir the pot, right? Russell Wilson. More whispers that he does want out of Seattle. Raiders trade for Russell Wilson. They get Wilson and a fifth-round pick. They send Derek Carr, John Abram, and a 2022 second-round pick. Uh, Ari said he's not feeling this trade. Football expert Ari. Did, well, did Ari elaborate, or did you just say, I don't like it? No, he just throws it out there to get us to. He wants to be mentioned on the show, so we smash him. Then listeners are like, why do you always smash Ari? <laughs> Ari, explain why you don't like it. Okay, I'm not going to go deep dive the analytics, but I did not think Russell Wilson uh, really did his thing this year for oh my the hype God. compared to Derek Carr. And what are we getting for? I, I just don't see. And I guess I'll just say one. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. We. Yes, we, the city of Las Vegas and the Raiders. Come We're on. It's the, the first time I ever said we in my life. Yes. Anyway, I'm just going to make one point, which is the point that everyone's been making that I totally agree with. What are we getting in exchange if we're getting rid of Derek Carr, who's such a horrible quarterback? You want Russell Wilson? That's the big fix that's going to just make everything better? I don't have the analytics analytics to back it up, but I'm just saying, come on. Like, we agree with that? You, you, You guys tell me you're the experts. Tell me why I'm wrong. Trash me. I don't think. Well, here's the thing. I the part of the part of your argument that I don't think is wrong is that I don't think that anybody should be so quick to get rid of Derek Carr because I think Derek Carr is. Everyone keeps calling him a top twelve quarterback based on where he's fallen with analytics, but I think he's higher than that. I think he's probably a top eight quarterback. So that part I get. But to your point about Russell Wilson, that entire team was a train wreck because it is. It was just up in arms the entire season. Nobody was on the same page. That was not his fault. It starts at the top, Ari. It's not his fault. I mean, what was it, week 13-14, uh, and stories are out. He's unhappy. Things aren't looking good, and, he, and, and Pete Carroll is saying, what's the owner's name, Steve? He said, we're on the same page. This is not a rebuild. We're not, dude, your quarterback wants out. I got news for you. You're going to be building something. So, well, Russell would, and you're comparing what Russell Wilson did this season. You got to look at the body of work of the quarterback that you're talking about. I've seen Ari's detailed list of quarterback rankings. He's actually got Carr 11 and Russell Wilson 9. So he doesn't feel like it's a big upgrade. I was just trying to back you up, dude. So, 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 so. You, so threw, he, you, you missed that whole. You missed what he just threw yourself under the bus. You missed what he just did. He also is letting you know that, letting me know that you have Carr outside of my top eight. That's okay. First off, there is no list, so that's false. And I do put him in the top ten. I, I think he's. I've, more importantly, you just tell me this. If if I'm wrong, that's fine. What would you do? You think the the elements in the trade are fair? Do you do you think Russell Wilson and what is it, a, a fifth round? I have to look it up here. Russell Wilson and a fifth for John Abram, a second, and Derek Carr. Do you want to see that happen? Do you think that's beneficial to the team overall? It's, and one last thing. 
I honestly well, let us, can we can answer just, the question? Nope. I want to do one thing here is the leadership. I'm not doubting Russell Wilson, but what Derek Carr did this season. Okay. All right. You know what? That's good to close on. Adam Hill's coming up. We're going to run this by Adam Hill. This proposed deal, just having fun, right? We all love Derek Carr. We don't want to see him go, but proposed deal, Carr and a deal for Russell Wilson. The Big Five at Five, brought to you by Battle Born Injury Lawyers. If you've been injured, call Justin Watkins at Battle Born Injury Lawyers, 570-9000. Stick around. More of Cofield and Company is on the way. I'm here at the US- UCLA campus. I just saw Chip Kelly about a couple hours ago. We go way back in Philly. And I said, what's the one thing that you're going to watch in this game? He said, pass protection. How are they going to protect Joe Burrow with Von Miller and Aaron? That's the first words out of his mouth is how are they going to protect Joe Burrow in this game? Because if they don't protect him, his his luck is going to run out eventually, right? I mean, You would think so. He, he and, beat, and by the way, beat, Sal. He, yeah, he beat the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. Do it, Sal Pal, on top of his game. Big fan of Vegas. All the important media people have descended upon L.A. Radio Row. We've got a setup down there. Adam Hill is manning the Cofield and Company Radio Row spot. Adam, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. It's uh, action is picking up today, Steve. I mean, tomorrow is when the madness begins, really. Uh, but action definitely a little bit, a uh, little crazier than yesterday. Well, you know, I saw you tweet out that you know a bunch of stars from the NFL are there, and then our buddy uh, Bruce. Uh, who's a, a local for a long time, Bruce Envy, very, you know, very, very combative. I feel like we have a good relationship. He basically sure. crapped all over your list. He's like, stars, what? I mean, I thought Justin Jefferson was a pretty big star. I was like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, what, who are you looking for? <laughs> right. So, like, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it definitely made me self-conscious. Tomorrow i got to get a better list of stars that I see, supposedly. Maybe you'll just shy away from tweeting. Maybe you'll fix his wagon and you won't put your brilliance up on social media. Uh, that's true. I mean, I I was going to include our friend Carmichael Dave, who just arrived about 20 minutes ago. Oh, that's good. Sacramento radio star. Yeah, sure. yeah you, you put lists of stars, Justin Jefferson, Lincoln Riley, Rich Cannon, Cam Jordan, Eric Dickerson, and Bruce Envy responded with, uh, yeah, Dickerson, that's it, is the star. Like, well, didn't he first say stars, question mark? Yes. Like, well, yeah, I, I think they're. that's a pretty decent list. I thought it was a good list. All right. We, we were just starting to uh, – bounce around a trade proposal that we think Paul Gutierrez put out there. Um, so if he didn't, I apologize, Paul. No, listen, it, real quick. It's on ESPN. It's, a, it's, a, it's an entire package from the NFL Nation reporters. The headline, simulating NFL starting quarterback changes we projected offseason trade offers. Okay, this is believable. So, yeah, on ESPN. It's yeah. trusted. It's yeah, trusted. Yeah. Okay. Um, Derek Carr, John Abram, and a second for Russell Wilson and a fifth. Um, Ari doesn't like the deal. He wouldn't do it. Willie, where are you? I don't. Oh my God. I don't think it's break. I, 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 don't, it. I don't think that it's necessary. Although, I mean, Wilson's older. So you than would turn him it down. He's got the credentials. So just say you would turn it down. I would. If you're the Raiders. I, I you would turn it down. I don't think that it's necessary. I could with Wilson. I couldn't say yes to that quickly enough. <laughs> Adam, I was like, can they? Can they just run to turn in the trade card and say, we're done deal? Listen, John Abrams a nice kid. He had a good year. Uh, he's coming up on time to get paid. Here's the other problem. Why would the Seahawks trade for John Abram? They have right. John Abram, right. and it didn't work. <laughs> True. I mean, we're, we're talking Russell Wilson is in this group of quarterbacks who may fetch 
two or three number one picks. If you can do this deal, yeah, it's a nice deal. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the, I was just the one thing I was looking at is contract because obviously we know uh, Derek Carr's contract is one one year left and it's very affordable. Uh, Russell Wilson's isn't. It's not brutal. I mean, his cap hit for the next two, it's it's not great. Um, 37 and 40 the next two years, and he's only under contract for two more years. Now, I don't think he's going – I say this. I don't think he's going to want, you know, $45 million after this. He's going to be, what, 35 years old at that point, 36, when he's an unrestricted free agent. I think his, his salary would go down. But, oh, man. It, 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 there is a lot of complications because of the money. Now, do I want Russell Wilson to say to Derek Carr? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, but that's not what it's all about. You do have to have to understand that there's value and there's money and there's contract length and all those things that play into this. I think that there's more to it. I, I, I get the talent level and I get the dual threat and I get a little bit more experience in a Super Bowl trophy, but I think that Derek Carr – is in a unique situation in what he's dealt with over an eight-year career, especially last year. And Ari brought up a good point in terms of taking over that locker room when, you know, it wasn't just Rich Basaccia. And, you know, between him and Max Crosby, as we listen to every single week, those guys sort of embracing that locker room. I don't know if disrupting – they. I mean, these guys are heartbroken that Basaccia is gone – What's going to happen now all of a sudden if they're leaders? They're just going to go, oh, yeah, okay, well, we'll just buy into Russell Wilson. And does Russell Wilson fit with the mold of these personalities? I like this question, Adam. Go. I mean, you don't know until you until you see it, right? That's, but I, I think that's exactly right. Even, even with Passaccia, though, I'll say this. And I, you know, I wrote this. I'm, I'm still annoyed that people got, got, you know, they're adults. Who cares about their feelings? And that's true. <laughs> but. Like I, I do feel like, and yes, I think that I think that there's a lot of players heartbroken. There's a lot of players crushed, but I also know talking to players this week at practice, uh, at Pro Bowl practice, and I know Willie was out there as well. It was like, yeah, we're crushed. This sucks. We're devastated. We miss Bisaccia. We love him, but we also know like we have a new coach. And let's go, let's go. Like they are, they they are adaptable. They are moving on. I think they'll be the same. And listen, I I I agree with you with Derek Carr has done, and he's been a leader and. This year, in particular, more than any any other year, he showed that leadership. But I think they get over it pretty quickly. Coming up, nervous times for Adam Hill on Radio Row. I wonder why. And take a guess at what one of his first features is going to be about. Of course, he gravitates over to the little guys on special teams. Cofield and company will be back in minutes right here on ESPN Las Vegas. Now, back to Cofield and Company. Alright, any guess? Any guess? That was an Olympic event. The Italians were completely fired up. What event? Got to be curling. Luge. Adam? Curling. Yep. Beautiful. It was impressive. Did they celebrate with fettuccine Alfredo afterwards? Oh, that's racist. Well, uh, yesterday, I, was, no, yesterday, yesterday was National <laughs> Fettuccine Alfredo Don't Day. Don't jump we, right we to had, some <laughs> weird conclusion. It's all tied together with Jeez. our inside jokes. 
Good enough. Uh, can I tell you that I was actually, I believe, watching this match on the plane yesterday? I figured you would. <laughs> I figured you. I figured you. Uh, you'd watch it. So that's why our vast sound crew pulled this. Did um, anybody lean their seat back in front of you? No, but I. Oh, I will say this. Yeah, I annoyed. There was, uh, you know, several. The the RJ Army uh, was on the plane. And as I, we of course did not sit together. Which you chartered a whole jet. That's by the way another topic of like if you're if you're getting on a Southwest flight with a bunch of coworkers, do you try to sit together or does everybody run to their own corners? Because that's what we did. Get to your own corner. Definitely. That's what I think. Yeah. Uh, but I got off the plane and I just could not stop talking about this great curling match I just watched. And everybody's like, just shut up. That's why they did it. They're <laughs> like, we, can, we we don't know what's coming, but it's going to be annoying. I was annoying everyone at the baggage claim, just ranting about how great the match was. So we're live at the Thomas and Mac, UNLV and Air Force coming up, and Adam Hill is on the road, LA Radio Row. I like what you did there. Yeah. What's your early read on 130-plus radio stations and uh, podcast being around you? Well, Steve, it's awesome being out here at Radio Row. Can't, can't even begin to describe how great it is. Pretty good. I, don't, I don't know why everyone has to do the same voice. Yeah. It drives me nuts, and I'll tell you, uh, Jared, radio guy and gal, Jared is here. It's it's driving him even more nuts than me. And us together yeah. is just unbearable at this point because you're walking around. Uh, why? It, I think it's because you don't trust that you're funny enough or interesting enough or smart enough with your content that you have to do a fake voice, and like everyone has to sound the same. Why? I, it just it blows my mind, and you walk around here and just hear everyone. Not everyone, because there's a couple shows, and especially shows uh, that we know people around the country that are just normal and they're themselves. But man, there's so many of them that are just trying to do the same voice that I, I guess you saw on like a, I don't know, some sitcom of a radio station back 50 years ago, and now you're going to be that person. It's awful. Are you nerding out being near one of the uh, great new radio hosts? And I think a hero of yours, Pat McAfee. Steve, the way we're set up, and I think Jared might have done this on purpose, literally my my seat, it's like two rows back from the massive Pat McAfee studio that's here. It's the most prominent uh, booth here at Radio Row. Wait, or second. Okay. Um, I'm staring right into the show. Oh boy. So you're in perfect position to have him set up to to come on the show often. Well, um, he actually, well, um. yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> I I went I waited for him after the show to talk mm-hmm. to him, and literally uh, somebody was trying to book him right in front of me. They were like, he had like a line, like a, a reception line of people trying to talk to him, and the person in front of me was trying to book him, and he's like, uh, you, you should know, I, I don't really do media. Um, and he's like super nice. Why not, Pat? <laughs> Why would he? Sorry, I was the radio guy request. <laughs> hey, Pat, why don't you come on the show with us? Like, it's just come on. Um, and so then I had to step up and be like, I had a couple questions for my story. I know you don't do media. Oh no! Yeah, and you really do have a story because you you are the specialist specialist. I am. Um, and I, I you were teasing before the break, and I just tweeted out uh, during the break. I did a feature on uh, Evan McPherson today. Uh, the kicker for the Bengals, but Pat McAfee's special teams coach, the coach that he credits as being closest to him, yes. was Tom McMahon, uh, who was hired so by he, the he, de- he definitely spoke to you on that. He gave you a couple of quotes. He did. He did. He was awesome. And uh, you know that if I'm talking to P- Pat McAfee, I'm going to have to ask about A.J. Cole. Oh, stop. Yeah. 
I it's do. got it's got to be a jet. What? Who? No, there's there's several that are just like, oh, that guy. Oh, I would love to hear who it is. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. I'd be like, oh, good, I made a mark. To be fair, there's a couple. Certainly, there's a couple. Um, I, I, you know, I saw him uh, talk to Scotty Farrell a little bit ago. Yeah. Very, very happy to hear Steve Cofield's name. Yeah, for some reason he's uh, pro me. He's always yeah. been really nice to me. Um, if you, I mean, I could give you a list of people that we've crushed. Sure. On the air. Well, we had Uncle Sal. Was it was it Cousin Sal, Uncle Sal, whatever his name? We had him on last year, so cousin. I'm not I'm not that by uh, not being in that inner circle. You should be. Uh, but I will say, definitely some radio friends of ours around the country have have come up and asked, "Hey, how's Steve? Where's Steve? When's he getting here? All those things." There, there's, there's I think some... you lied. I think you lied on the back end, but I appreciate that. Have no, you seen I... Stu Finer walking around. Oh my uh, god! No, wouldn't that be uh, exciting? It would be great. I I did. I referenced our our you know our friend Carmichael Dave earlier. It was uh, very interesting to where you were. Uh, some some f- our friend Serena's not here, but some people from a station were wondering where you were. Definitely. Okay. A lot of people ask. You're very well. You don't, have to, you don't have to like build it up. It's fine. You know what? Here, the, the, every every workplace. He's trying to put a bandaid on the wound. I know. Every, it's, there's no wound. Every workplace has you know people who you know cross each other, don't like each other. It's fine. Ari. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> so on the subject of first of all, you got to speak to uh, was it McPherson access? Was that Zoom or that wasn't face to face? Was it? That was Zoom. Yeah. yeah, he's a young-looking guy, isn't he? He, I mean, he looks twelve. I, I, I hadn't really, you know, really. I don't look at kickers that often, but man, I was like, holy crap, this kid. He's calm, and he is, whatever he is, twenty-two, going on, on twelve. Um, I wanted to bring this bite back from the Pro Bowl because we never got to shine a light on this. And for Raiders fans, this is really cool, and it's sort of the um, uncovered uh, secret. If you didn't know about it, Adam Hill is a kicker stand, and from the get-go. Um, I've never seen you pick a side in a battle. Like I, outside of Andre Arlovsky and MMA, I've never really seen you pick a side. But you were like 100% team AJ Cole when Johnny Townsend was the guy here. Here's AJ Cole at the half, and I think we know the reasons why you like him so much. Here he is at the half of the Pro Bowl. It's been a great first couple of quarters. Probably my favorite stat line I've ever had. Got zero punts. Three holds, two halftime hot dogs. So uh, really enjoying the game so far. It's been a lot of fun watching everybody. And uh, I'm just here for moral support, basically, just passing out water and high fives, and I'm just here for the ride. How did you get your uniform dirty? You haven't done anything. I'm out there holding. That's pretty much the answer. So that's where the grass stain. You got to, like, kind of really rub it in a little bit. That way the other guys (laughs) in the team know you really are out on the field. Because otherwise it kind of goes under the radar. So, you know, I just want everybody to know, you know, I was out on the field. I don't have a whole lot of proof of it, but it's, I'm not in the stat sheet per se, but I was out there scrapping with everybody else. <laughs> Adam Hill, go-to guys, Richie Incognito. What we don't know his future is at A.J. Cole. That's how he gets all these great stories. I mean, listen, you're, you're, you're correct. I, I made my mark on the beat by, you know, following the A.J. Cole-Johnny Townsend battle my first year at training camp. And uh, I think I picked the winner. Uh, A.J. Cole clearly uh, has become one of the best punters in the game. And now everybody's seeing that he's also absolutely hilarious. And, and you know, people that have been on our team have known that for a while. Um, he's so funny. And, and I, you know, I'm glad that people are getting the recognition uh, around, around the country that got to see it. He was a huge hit. He was trending on Twitter after the game. He got a lot of attention. It was cool. He did. Any attention for the Raiders is, is good attention. Adam's going to stick 
with us for a few more minutes. We're getting ready for running Rebel basketball here at the Thomas and Mac. John and Curtis are up at 6.30 with a preview pregame for the show. And then Air Force is in town. If you get a chance, come on down here. Military Appreciation Night. Two free tickets for active duty military. Just show your ID at the ticket window. All of our conversations down on Radio Row are brought to you by our friends at Battleborn Injury Lawyers. 570-9000 is a number. These are Las Vegas-based attorneys. They're here to help you protect your rights. If you've been injured, last thing you want to deal with is insurance companies, body shops, court systems, scheduling uh, the doctor's appointments. So these guys will take care of it for you. Medical bills are piling up. You're unable to work. you got to call Battleborn Injury Lawyers for help. 570-9000. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Cofield and Company presents... Hey, hold on. Big up, big up. Grab bag. Don't touch it. Don't even look at it. Only on ESPN Las Vegas. Stick your hand in there, dude. Adam Hill on Radio Row in L.A. Getting ready for the Super Bowl. Willie Cofield here at Thomas & Mack, UNLV against Air Force coming up at 7 o'clock. Willie, I know you wanted to chat on this a little bit. I'll start with Adam, though. Does Evander Kane being on the opposition matter anymore at all to the Golden Knights? I'm sure the, I'm sure there's something. And I think during, especially during the regular season, you need things, you know, to kind of get you fired up. We've, we've talked to players about that before where, you know, some of the games get a little mundane. Now, you know, in this case, you're, you know, you've got some guys coming back for your team. You're getting healthier. Uh, you're coming off a break. So there's other, other reasons to be fired up. But I do think here and there in the regular season, you need little things to get you. And I, I think that'll get you going. I don't know, though without Ryan Reeves in the lineup, if it's going to have as much of an impact considering the fact that he's now on a team with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, I think that that's going to be take away from unless Kane falls into his quote-unquote WWE character on the ice and chirps. It's just that who's he going to chirp at? You know what I'm saying? Because there's no one that's he's Is he going to get under anyone's skin like he did Ryan Reeves? That's the only thing I wonder. No. Not as much, no. I mean, I, I think you know if you're saying it's not going to be as big as when it was Reeves Kane, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that w- that will be. But it's just it's just those little things here and there. And there's certainly, you know, obviously there's a history with Kane and with the Boar and uh, with Kane and the Golden Knights and and just everything that has been public about Evander Kane. Like I, I think there, there is Las a little Vegas, bit of sure, there's a little bit, sure, there's a little bit of juice there. I, I can see that. Who, I, okay, here's the better question. Which I already know the answer. I think you and I would say the exact same person. Which Golden Knight will be the most to chirp back and get in his face? Colasar. Yeah, maybe Marcia. I think Marcia. Yeah. <laughs> Colasar has been kind of trying though. Like he's been do. He's been yeah, trying to play that role. He has. He he's he stepped up into it, but he's, he's not also, natural. He, he's not he, natural though. He's not natural, right? He he doesn't he doesn't he he fires right back and 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 defends. He's he but he does. Whereas I think Marcia will chirp. Ahead of time, he would be the one to take over the role of getting in Kane's ear to get him going, to maybe you know light his fire. Right. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Adam, we're seeing a bunch of stories about what a disaster the lodging, but especially the food is for the Olympic athletes. <laughs> Ari, I think, reacted correctly by saying, "We hear this every year, and then it yeah. turns out not to be that bad." I did see a picture. Um, that 
it was pretty bad looking, and it says it had been served like nine meals in a row with it. Are, <laughs> are you seeing a culinary disaster at the Olympics? I think after like after Firefest, nobody can complain about anything ever. No, I, listen, they're at, they're Olympic uh, athletes. I'm looking at a styrofoam. Bodies. I'm looking at a styrofoam carton of what looks like some, some very sparse ribs, <laughs> some ziti, some meat sauce in another compartment, maybe some potatoes, but then I think like a raw Cornish hen. I, I don't know what that. Willie, did you see this? What it, what is that? Can you see this? I'm trying to do. Yeah. Pictures all, on radio. All yeah. of those things sound delicious, Steve. Mm. Yeah, no, but it looks raw. Yeah. It's, um... Wait a minute. Did it, you call that bottom left corner big ziti? No, I said ziti. Oh, <laughs> meat sauce up top. <laughs> That's horrible. That's I mean, I'm looking awful. at it. It looks awful, but you can't tell always what food, what food tastes like by how it looks. Maybe they kept. Well, the let's sauce. not. Please. I, maybe they did keep the sauce separate because there are people that that like you know maybe they just like a little oil or a little butter. They don't want sauce. So sure, trying to trying to stay healthy. But that did look. Sure. Like, that did, I, that I, did look sure. like a little raw Cornish. Head. I, did, I did see it described one place as an indistinguishable red sauce. <laughs> That's never good. Stick your hand in there, Dave. Uh, this is the portion of the show that Willie shows off about him working out and tries to really just denigrate someone just trying to stay in shape. Uh, you're one of your favorite. Well, no, I think you're on the other side, Adam. Are you? You're not anti Cavallari because of the Cutler Cavs split, right? No, no, I'm still I'm pro both. Okay, Willie says NFL player loving Christian Cavallari pandering fitness gear is motivation for 5 a.m. workouts. Meet you at three thirty, Kristen, and I'll bring you perfect gear. Okay. Well, I just I saw this article. What is going on here? And it says find five a.m. workout motivation like Chris Cavalier in this two piece set, and then it goes. So are, are are we talking about the the workout that you're doing, or are you trying to sell the? I mean, could just just come out and sell the the set then? Are you going? So you had celebrities Both. working out at Perfect Gym. Well, he had celebrities working out at Perfect Gym. Are you now going to weaponize them? And fire back at Cavallari with the Gonzalez twins? They, you know what? They weren't wearing perfect gear. They were wearing something else. Okay. They were just using the gym. Give them, give them a call to sign off on that? <laughs> was, was it their branded gear? Dylan, Show off. Dylan? Huh? Was, was it their what? branded gear? No, it wasn't theirs. I don't okay. know who it was. But they did just give a shout-out to some whoever. I don't know whoever it was. Hey, thanks for the workouts, whatever. And they wear their own stuff, whatever it is that they want to wear. Sometimes, you know, the coaches at the Perfect Gym, the two coaches that Jordan has, you know, they're they're in their gear, but they don't all, I mean, they, they wear what they want. All I'm saying is, is this article, I came across this article, I saw it was fitness, so I started reading it, and then all of a sudden it just went into, oh, and then there here's this set, and there's hyperlinks to it. You can find the similar set on Amazon for under $30. I mean, you're attacking you're not her. You're, you're, she's a businesswoman. I'm attacking this article. She's a businesswoman, Willie. So am I. I'm a businessman. Businessman, yeah. <laughs> Differentiate. You guys pretty clear. Stick your hand in there, Dave. You know, everything on uh, social media doesn't have to be a smart ass, snarky thing. Yeah, like, Adam. I, like, I, no, I actually I was thinking this through because I think you can have a real discussion about it. So the news came out yesterday that Frontier Airlines is going to fold in Spirit Airlines in like a $3 billion deal. 
And, like, every comment is like, crap, they're both terrible, fitting combination. Like, okay, one, and I don't want to go on this whole rant again about, like, you know, the special people out there don't connect with the rest of us, the common folk. But I would say I like Spirit more than Frontier. I also know what I'm buying with both, yeah. so I'm not a whiny pee about it. Right. Um, you like Spirit, right, Adam? Adam's Big fan. Frequent flyer how about, how yes. about this? I am like one flight away from gold status for life, and I'm not going to oh, get it no. now. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to carry over? I don't know. Oh, I want to know answers. And by the way, you're right. One is good. One sucks. So I have to assume that the merged airline is going to suck. This is miserable. I actually did think about it because I was like, you know what? I think Spirit is decent. And I, I didn't I didn't hate Frontier when I flew. I felt like I got a little people scared me, so I bought like their version of the big front seat. Sure. And I was like, this isn't really e- worth the extra. Extra, I paid extra like leg room. Bucks extra. extra leg room. But but I it, it it is important. I will tell you that and I, I haven't flown Spirit in a while. Um the chair backs on on Frontier are it's a little rough. <laughs> and I'm not a complainer. Uh, so if they strip all of the padding off of Spirit seats, that will be a change that I, I don't know that I love. Yeah, and and I like I do think there's a difference service wise and everything else, and and you you hit it on the head. People get so mad at the you know service or quote lack thereof of Spirit. It's people that don't read. Yeah. Wait, you well, that's, read. that's what that's what it is because yeah because then they'll they'll buy the ticket and they're like man they nickel and dime you. It says they're going to nickel and dime you. Wait a minute. So but- know what you're buying that it isn't as cheap as you think it is. And shop with some sort of freaking airline wisdom, right? But the thing about the sir, the thing that they're upset, the service. Uh, now, when I've flown Spirit, it's not uh, that bad, but it's it's customer service when you're trying to get in touch with them. That is a pain. Yep. But outside not, of that, you're not getting in touch outside with them. of that. Everything's written There's, on the wall, and you know what you're getting. So yeah. you know you. There's no getting in touch with them. That's part of the cheap price. Right. Like you buy the yeah. ticket, and there's no follow up. There's no feedback. That's it, right, Adam? Exactly. Yes. You you know what you're getting into, and then you'll have a great experience. That, that was positive. That sucks. was positive about the merger. Match that, all you glass, half-empty. Kristen Cavallari, two-piece set wearing people. Game's coming up. UNLV Air Force right here on ESPN Las Vegas. Pre-game with John and Curtis in 31 minutes.